What is up, folks? We're here with another Weebaholic podcast. Let's get it. Let's go. So we are here with episode four of the Bleach Virgin podcast with the Virgin himself, Rashid. Say what's up, man. What's up, everybody? Tell me they can find you. Oh, my bad. <laughs> yeah, I usually forget about that. But you can go find me on Instagram, which is now me personally and my, where you can come hit me up about streams and stuff like that, which is RNC Dark, which is just capital R and C, and then just the word Dark. Mm-hmm. And uh, you can find me on my other account, my photo, my photography page, uh, eyes dot of the dot lens. I know it's kind of been dry. I haven't posted anything in a long time. It's just been things going on that I haven't really gotten really real time to go out and take pictures and stuff like that. Right, right, right. right. Yeah. So you can find us on Anime underscore again show all podcasts and platforms from Spotify, Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, um, Google Podcasts, all that thing. And you're going to follow YouTube, of course. We're almost low key close to 100,000 subscribers, guys. Let's do it. I appreciate everybody that's came, the new subscribers. I hope you guys enjoy everything we're making over here at Anime Again Show on TikTok. And I am fluctuating on Twitter. I just started off Twitter. I haven't been active yet, but I'm going to get on Twitter. It's just I control a lot of the podcast platform, so just trying to make sure I get to each one. I'll get to that soon. And you can always follow a friend of the show, Rashawn at REAC2 and Eric at Lanky Rick or Nobody Rick, funny names. And you go to his TikTok, where I think it's about 20K now at uh, also Nobody Rick. Today, episode four of the Beach Virgin podcast, we'll be covering chapters 71 through 92. Wait, yeah. Yes. Yeah. All through 92. Yeah, not sure. And we will be talking about how, like, you know, start how they got into the Soul Society, and then the anime that's like episode twenty-two through twenty-nine or something like that. If you were doing anime only or whatever, but manga is seventy-one through ninety-two. And uh, Rashid, as the Virgin, you can take it away. All right. So, well, we continue off of like them going through like the they go through the portal, and now they're in kind of like this in between area that's like in between their worlds or not. And pretty much they couldn't, they had to completely run through it and not use any soul power. Because if if they either slowed down or... I never really understood that. So they had to suppress it. Because like it was like they were like pros. Yeah, I was about to say, it's not like they completely just like made it zero or anything like that. So I didn't really understand that. But they did warn that using any of your soul abilities or like anything that dealt with soul powers would have just would cause some kind of harm to you and you'll probably be stuck there and die and stuff, stuff like that. Or you just be eaten by that area. Because I, I think as they're running away, there's like this giant blob of mist just eating yeah. away, trying to get towards them like a Pac-Man. So I like they, they get towards the end and I think one of them started slowing. I think one of them tripped and then Orihime used uh, her ability to save them to like, so she can like quickly carrying them and come out and she was kind of lucky on that part because they would have both died at that point right right, right. if it didn't go out the way it went so as they exit yorichi ichigo your first ichigo notices that um where the lane of that is kind of similar to where like the street where he lives at so he kind of looks around and kind of just starts running straight towards the buildings and stuff Yorichi tells him to stop and stuff like that, trying to make him not do that because there's 
no plan. And he's like, well, this is what she gummies with. And she's like, I know, just don't just run straight in. Mm-hmm. But, you know, main characters, yeah, they always make the plan not follow. <laughs> so then he runs straight in. Then we get to the point of um, him. He's a, uh, gets to the point of the gatekeeper. The gatekeeper is like, you know, obviously the gatekeeper and he had, I forgot his name, but I think it starts with, I know I don't forget his name, but it starts with the J and I don't want to mispronounce it. Yeah. But um, basically he's like, yo, like you can't get in. He's this guy that's massively tall, 20 feet tall. He goes like five, 10, 20 feet tall. And it's like, like I said, um, it's funny how anime do a thing where they always make like the, the, the villain or whatever, like the guy, the protagonist, whatever. Like you're so much taller than like the MC. And like, I want to know what your thoughts on that. Like, why would they do that? So really, I feel like, A, I feel like when they fight characters either bigger than them, A, it's like a form of intimidation, and B, I think it's like some, I don't know, it's kind of interesting, but I feel like they use it in some kind of way to test their strength just to see, like, just to show them that just because this person's physically stronger than than this normal human being, that this person still can rival this giant, like, strength and, like, defeat them, like, they're on equal standings what i i feel like it's just like just to show they hurdle over obstacle or they got into a new new place sort of i don't know like the true symbolism behind giant characters when it comes to the character's newfound power but like pretty much the fight between ichigo and the gatekeeper was like just like just to show us where ichigo has gotten to after getting some proper training finally yeah and it was like i mean did you did you were you expecting ichigo to just kind of like one in a one shot or did you expect it to just like when you were reading you were like nah if he doesn't want to one shot that's disappointing i did not think he's gonna one shot it because i because i don't know what it i did not think he was gonna one shot the character or the the gatekeeper mainly mainly because we're trying to get they're trying to give us a feel about where he's gotten to, not show us all his cards at this moment, which is, I feel like is an interesting aspect of just to show that they're on a level now that they don't have to show all their cards at the very start of the fight. Right, right. Because, you know, when he fought Renji, he's out here going full throttle. Like, yeah. He, I mean, it's nothing too hot. He, he can't, him out, like, I guess, at his normal form is, is really weak. Yeah. Some of these other people, you know, so. Yeah, and then, like, I, Oh, and I was about to say, I don't think he used a technique against the fight against the gatekeeper. No, mm-hmm. I don't think he really used one either. Yeah. It, was more like, it was more like a mono mono type of thing. That's kind of how I, I think. That's how I feel like all of Bleach has been going. Like I feel like it's not, yeah. really, um, it's not really a lot of strategy on who's stronger. It's kind of like, or right, let's just. That's why I've always said Bleach is kind of like a. It was like the of the big three. It's like the um, the DBZ, the DB. I say Dragon Ball Super at least. The way mm-hmm. about let's power up who powers up who powers up goes over the next person power up who will yeah. who actually wants to win the fight it's not really like okay well if i do it abc i'm gonna get d e f g type of thing like it's more yeah like, not like a hundred hundred thing yeah i get what you mean yeah and, well ichigo of course wins that fight he destroys the gatekeepers to both of his axes mm-hmm. which leaves him empty-handed well even though he could have still kept fighting, he kind of stopped. Said, "I, I, I give in. I respect that. like as a gatekeeper, I didn't like that. Like, yeah, you give your like you're a soldier of the soldiers. Like you're supposed to give your life on the line. 
That that is true. Like, and it, it was it's generally crazy because he literally just gave up and said, "All right, I respect you." I, respect I think he didn't give up because he didn't. Know. I think he still could at least get. I want to say because we don't know like which, we know the trial the train was, but we don't know like what like how far that train pushed him to how strong he is at this point yet. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if let's say he would have won, but he definitely would have gave him a challenge. And I think he let Ichigo's um he let he respected Ichigo to drive to save his friend more than uh, being scared of like him getting killed yeah and and i do have to say if that gatekeeper did keep fighting with his life on the line i did not think that you go win that fight and i i kind of want to go back into that later on once we go up. Our, our gap is, our gap is typing <laughs> <laughs> all right keep going keep going so so pretty much after that so the gatekeeper starts opening gate for them which is generally crazy and not a good thing but uh captain again what what squad what cap what squad captain was he uh three i think i can go to it right now i think three though my three. favorite character by the way introduced um i want to talk about a panel we uh we talked about this when we tried because guys we tried to record uh, before this and it didn't work but um chapter <laughs> 74 this is just a, a simple quote by again but it's something i thought was really funny and it made me really look re- well reading this for the first time but i've seen Bleach, but I, I like this hearing this quote again a gatekeeper ain't supposed to open the gates with a smile on his face. And it's just really funny because it's like, he, he Gen is like a type of character. Like if you had, if he was a real person, you'd be like scared of Gen because it's like, you don't know what he thinks. He's always smiling. So it's kind of like, you don't really know what's up his cards. He seems to know more than he lets on. So it's like, yeah, he's a, you, just don't, you just don't know what he's really, really thinking. So yeah. let me make sure what, uh, he is, uh, I'm trying to see what, what uh cat did they say what he's a captain or something they didn't say i think it's captain i think it's squad three i think he's a captain right thing yeah because I, I wasn't sure because i know i know there's the 13th and then the hold on i can look it up for a or something i know they talk about squad 13 but a lot though yes i'll look up what is he a captain or what uh, you can keep going your thoughts on it yeah okay so yeah he was the captain of the third yes okay 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 so pretty much and i as you were saying earlier, you, we cannot figure out what his Gen's thoughts are or whatever it is. Because generally, it was it was very confusing, especially when each after Gen cut the gatekeeper's arm off just so he couldn't lift up the gate and let the intruders in. And Ichigo kind of got upset at that, which was kind of weird. And it's weird. I, I think Ichigo just have a person like he like he's ups- I guess I guess like all man characters would be upset like because he this dude wasn't a bad guy. Yeah. And he was kind of like helping him in a sense. And it's like, I guess he thinks he can, like, I think, you know how like when Luffy goes along, he makes friends, even if it's not necessarily the best of people. So yeah. I don't know what he was upset about that. But if it was, I guess, us, you know, rational people who aren't stuck in, you know, the MC mode, I, I, I would be running away from Again, I, I would be, t- I don't know why I'm going headstrong against a person. You, you kind of struggle, not struggle, but you were, you barely won against this, the gatekeeper, and he just one shot the gatekeeper, keeper's arm off. And you're thinking it's smart to go into battle with him? Yeah, that's that's what I'm saying. Like, he goes too headstrong. Like, he just just jumped at fighting an unknown enemy. You don't know what level he is at. But as you, well, I, like, think you Yoda, I think Yoda Ricci said he was a captain, and we don't want this. I know he said. I know he said that. I, I think he so. Said. I can't remember. I don't know if she said that before he attacked or as he like jumped at him or something. Mm-hmm. 
I, I think it was probably as because Ichigo just reacts before thinking, to be honest. I feel like that's one of his big characteristics, and I think it's not as a great flaw. Yeah, it's a it's a big flaw because like at this point he's putting everyone at risk. And I feel like he was just genuinely lucky because during the fight, during Gen Gen showed him like a bit of his skill, he even showed his true form of his sword when Ichigo sat there and made fun of it. Mm-hmm. And then Ichigo literally could have died right then and there, but I feel like Gen just like like he was saying, like Chris was saying earlier, like he's scheming, like he has that vibe that Orochimaru vibe like Orochimaru is so good like he's not he'll go along with something but he like he's not gonna um he's not gonna show all his cards and what he's really yeah yeah and pretty much all he did was like kick Ichigo back out through the gate and let the gate shut and that was it and I was like oh well you generally got lucky there (laughs) how would you feel feel like he would have beat again how would I feel if he was able to beat again right then and there I would have been upset to be honest because at, at this level, for a fact, I know I know he's not at the level of a captain. There's no way he should be able to be any captain at this moment. Right. I agree. Yeah, because, like, he literally just found out the true name of his sword literally a couple of chapters ago. <laughs> and they've known it for, like, Hundreds as long years. as they were. Hundreds of years. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, there's experience as well as Natural they know how to ability. use their – yeah, because like, and then there's also another another example of that, because because later on after after they retreat, they start going through the they they meet the the kid that was stuck inside the bird cage that chat was protecting. Yeah, that, yeah. Was that kid shows him who's been raising him so far because he can't because he can't find his family because the the way soul society works is when you even if you die at the same time apparently. They won't keep you together, even if you are family. They separate you no matter what. So it's going to be like a while until he finds his mother or, or whatnot. And I believe right then, as they were talking and stuff about that, then this guy that's riding like a, a hog or whatever walks in, says something about hating Shinigami, and then Ichigo and them, they just start. Fighting, yeah, I, I kind of find this as like filling with the side of like the getting to the main point. Like, it's like this comic relief after we just had like a big yeah. moment type of thing to get to. And now we have it's time to sit down and discuss uh, what's what's the next point of action because you can't go in there through the gate, obviously. Or you, you yeah. saw that. And that's what, yeah, once they figure out they knew no one they can't go back then. And Yoruchi said they she pretty much knows someone that can get them in. So right, right. after. They fight or whatever. That guy leaves or whatever. They would. I think it's the next morning. Mm-hmm. They go and meet up at this. It's like somewhere outside of the village. It's like this weird house with just arms sticking out and a giant chimney in the background. <laughs> and they go in and they meet this. I forgot her name, but there's pretty much just one armed blacksmith. Mm-hmm. It's not really blacksmith. I think she just does fireworks. I think. Yeah. And I don't know. I don't know what someone who makes fireworks is called whatsoever. A, a person that makes fireworks. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's about it. Yeah, yeah. And they pretty much go through the plan of how they're going to get in, and she says, uh, "I believe." Yeah, they talk about using the shooting them off. 
basically putting them in a big rubber band and shooting them into the into the, the soul society. If you want yes. to make it simple. Yeah, because I was about to say, I do not know how to explain that, really. Yeah, you literally, it's like, the, it's, like these two big, it's like these two big poles, you put them in a rubber band, and they, they pull them back, and they shoot them off. Yeah, that's that's pretty yeah. much it. And the reason why they had to do it like that, because there was a giant, like, spear or whatever surrounding mm-hmm. the whole soul society. So, so they could surpass that. Yeah. And like, like I was saying earlier, like, this is why I know, this is the other example I was trying to lead into about why Ichigo couldn't be the captain like he did they had to use this orb that will create the shield for them to go through yeah. or counteract the shield that surrounds social society and pretty much all he had to do was channel his soul soul power mm-hmm. and he, he didn't even know how to channel his soul power outside of his body like and it took him the longest out of everyone everyone did it like the first try it took him I like, think that, that goes with his life his head strong personality that might not yeah. be friends, but but like that might just might be his personality it might be but it, that, that, that is showing something. Maybe it takes something longer because he's like supposed to be like the MC, you know. Yeah, that's what, that's what I'm. Yeah, that's another example I just wanted to mention. And I believe it took him actually the full day that, that she gave. I think it took the full day that she offered the within the time zone they was given to learn that technique. Mm-hmm. And about time he was finally able to do it. He still had he still has trouble controlling it. Right, you know, right. when he finally does release it, it's just in a high amount, and he, and he has to keep focusing how to lower it and stuff like that. Uh, so after he finally learns that, how to do that, now we're outside. I think we, just, I think we got to see it, but I, I want to get to the Renji uh, yeah. uh, scene. Um Rookie, how would you feel about that? Oh, the Renji scene when yeah, I mean, basically, her. Yeah, yeah. Basically, uh, at this point, after like we just learned about their plan and they're about to mm-hmm. move into action. I mean, it's not really much else that was happening to me. Oh, so this I thought it was interesting. This this is how I know that Renji Renji generally cares for Rukia. Even even though he's doing his job, he kind of de- I can tell that he kind of doesn't like the decision of they're just going to go ahead and execute it. That's why I felt like when she was there, once he finally escorted her there and everyone else that like got her in there, left the building, he was the last one in there and told her, well, I'm not sure if this is true or whatever, but I heard that there were some intruders, one with a long sword, a sword with, that matches the height of his body with orange hair. Yeah. And I, I, thought, I thought that was interesting, like just to pass that information on to her, just to give her some kind of hope. Right, right, right. Which is, and generally, if you didn't care about that person, you wouldn't give that to them. But like, because yeah, you wouldn't care. Yeah, and or it's crazy. Would, it would be like in a way like, oh, ha ha ha, like a villain, like they'll never find you, or something, you know, that corny stuff. Like, the yeah, I was about to say, if it was something like that, that that would have been mean, Reggie. Right. right, right. Yeah. How do you, how do you feel about uh since we are in a third stage where we can still discuss about how like how do you feel about their decision? Do you think it's dumb? Um, how do I feel about what? Like the decision to uh, execute it. Like we can, we're still early on, so we can still talk like this whole oh, okay. so I think this whole arc is about decisions and laws and stuff like that. Really questioning them. So what do you think about the decision to uh, hey, I kind of I get I get like what Rufia did was break a law or whatever, but not like how in our current society how we have certain laws and depending on what uh, how you break it or the, the degree of the crime, you get this and that, like the 
like yeah, put on death row and stuff like that. I feel like her execution was just way out of proportion. I feel like that was shouldn't be some a punishment that should have been handed down to her case because she was only there for like probably a week or so. No, like really, it was a month. It was a month. It was a month. Yeah, well, like like a, so a month. That's not that long to be honest. I get like, but I guess she really getting in trouble for it is really giving her powers away. Though they are returning, that I felt since I feel like it shouldn't go to the point of execution since her powers will return at some point, of, of course, because she right. talked about how they were starting to return. Right. But for some odd reason, like I could understand for the gatekeeper if he was getting executed. Right. That's completely understandable. He's right. literally the gatekeeper. That's like his job. Yeah, that, that's his job to protect the gate and not let any intruder in. Right, he right, kind of right. just, that's just like being the insider for like an inside job. Right. <laughs> He's a traitor. So like, that's understandable if, if that guy got executed for that. But just for the simple passing of power, of her powers, just to have someone save their family and stuff like that. It's kind of just, I feel like a law that shouldn't be, you shouldn't be executed for. I feel like that's something like being in jail for like, you've been alive for a hundred years, Probably like a good 10, 50. You'll be all right. Slap on the wrist. <laughs> yeah, slap on the wrist. Like 20, 50 years is like a slap on the wrist for them. Yeah, or just matter of fact, just don't let her go back out to the human world for a while. That, that's yeah. that's also a good punishment. I mean, yeah, I, I mean, I uh, I think that the conversation is more is Bob, is uh, her brother. Like, is he wrong? I think that conversation is more than the, the law. I think we all agree that like the law is probably pretty dumb. Yeah. I think the conversation of like her brother executing her is that like the wrong thing to do? Should he execute her? I always say you look like I understand that like they're siblings, but like he had like he was with an iron fist. Like he, I feel like he was on that mode of like, um, and, uh, you don't know. Okay, endeavor, endeavor. Like he, oh, like, yeah. he was the he was like the parent or the slash brother. But like he also like it wasn't like like it wasn't like a I love you that it was more like of a yo we're doing this to con- continue the family's legacy of being strong and to have order and um it wasn't really like a I love you like hug kisses all that stuff it was more like I'm doing what I got to be to keep a status yeah in a way I can sympathize with those people but at the same time it's just like I get that you got a bunch on your shoulder you're trying to make your clan look better once again that they've gone through. If they gone through like some kind of, or just trying to keep that level of strength within that, I I can understand that. By the same time, I feel like they just go at it at the the most worst way they 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 possibly can. Because like ruling with the iron fist sometimes is a good thing, sometimes it's not. Mm-hmm. Like I could understand if you was like uh kind to your your clan and just cruel to your enemies like that kind of ruler is kind of understandable but at the same time if you're just cruel to everyone then it's it's not a good thing it's not like i could already i cannot he kind of gives me itachi vibes but like not the good kind <laughs> you don't see him you don't see him so you don't see him turning into like a good person or something like that i i feel like there's really going to have to be he has to have the like a big eye opener to to really realize that his ways were wrong like he has to be truly proven that. Like, I, I feel like if you just say that to him, he's gonna be like, "You're not my, you're not part of my clan, so you can hush up. It's none of your business." 
Right. I feel like he he would just respond in some that kind of manner. Right, right, right. And I was gonna, and I, was, I just saw a panel. And I thought this was pretty cool. Um, so Renji was walking, and he was saying that, like talking, I'm thinking about Ichigo interview intervening, and he was like, he fought again. He was like, do you think there's really a way for him to be alive? And he, he seems kind of hopeful. Like he seems like I really want her to be. I re-, he was like, I really want her to be alive because. Yeah. Like, he he wants he obviously cares about her not in a romantic way but in a brother sister way I think yeah because ain't Renji and Ricky are childhood friends right uh I think so I think so yeah I honestly but I think they were there so it was interesting so then um how do you feel about also the tool they're gonna use to execute her the it giant it is the giant like yeah yeah it's thingy? called the Soyoka I was like that's kind of so that's basically, kind of do you want to describe to you how to like the executor or whatever? Or did, did they, like, so basically, they'll hang her on there, and then they'll like they'll call on like these fire like the the zanpakuto from the grand mat, like the uh, the captain of the captains, the old guy. Because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. the is like the fire flaming type of thing, and like yeah. these fire firebirds will fly out or whatever, and then they'll like they'll like burn her to death. Oh my god! So what, what what's the giant? spirit thing for it that's right next to it or whatever uh just just to hold her pressure type of thing just in case you try oh to oh yeah. oh and then i i like how they call it it was even i just kind of found it even more cool they called the the tower they put her in the tower of repent so i could just sit there and stare at her execution site the whole time i was like hey yeah, that, that's that's pretty messed up <laughs> yeah i was like that that's messed up so uh how do you feel we also get introduced to eyes and how do you feel about I said, I was like, I mean, I I I know about him later on because that's like the most villain you've ever hear in anime. I mean, hi. wait, so, so oh, that's, like, sad. that's sad, man. I so you already know. That's sad. Yeah, I just know he's like the main villain. I already know that, but like, I'm curious on how he turns he's into that. Amazing. Right now, I'm looking like he's kind of like because if I didn't know that at the time, you think it wouldn't matter? You just walk. Yeah, I, I honestly think he was just a side. I mean, kind of, it kind of doesn't matter, to be honest. Yeah, he's just there at this moment. Like, he has right. no, he has no like. He doesn't look unique. He looks very plain at this moment. He looks like he's just a nerd with glasses. Yeah, and he he actually seems like a genuine character as well. Like he, the way I mean, the way he goes about speaking and mannerism when he talks to Renji, he looked kind of sweet, but at the same time, it's just. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, right, right, right. Yeah, he's kind of eh, at this moment. I'm trying. Okay, so basically, we get trying to get what happens next. That was really, really important. I uh, so the the crew basically gets they get shot up into uh, the soul's eye. Yeah. Oh yeah. They get shot up into there, and we also get the meaning of the thirteen captains. And how do you feel about that? You saw all of them. How do you feel? I saw all of them. I'm just gonna say, hey, I'm surprised there's a child as a captain. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> I'm surprised by that, but at the same time, props to him. <laughs> I mean, he's, like, he's 115, so he's not a child. Oh. I, sh- I probably should have guessed that. What <laughs> I should have probably guessed that he was over hundred years old, but Wait, don't I mean he's younger than Rukia though? Yeah, he's younger than Rukia. Yeah. Oh my god. 
That's still props to him. <laughs> I know, but, but I, I, like uh, 117 or something. Like she like so she's like 17 in human years or something. Yeah, so that's, I give that's that's actually really sweet. And it, my favorite thing was this little funny thing uh, again. Um, again, like just comes in late. It's like, hi, how you doing? Just smiling, like it's just like you know he's like the troll of the group. Yeah, they came late to the meeting too, yeah, and I think yeah, all of them got on him for that. How, how you gonna be late and you out here smiling, man? You know you come <laughs> in late, you're supposed to be like, oh my bad, like be quiet, chill. Yeah. When you're smiling late, and this also showed. During that meeting, also showed like the interactions between each captains. Like most of them, who, who, what, who, terms. what character design do you think you like the most out of all of them? Because I think I think uh, Kubo did some great uh, drawings. He does great. Work. Uh, I think it's the squad captain of the uh, uh, 13th. Uh, what does he look like? The it's the guy with the spiky hair. Yeah, the spiky oh, hair um, with the star on his face. Kampachi. Kampachi. Yeah. I, I couldn't think of his name for right then and there, but like, hey, he low key reminds me of Zoro, mainly because he has no sense of direction, right? And and then he has a mix of Goku in him because he literally before the meeting even concluded, he was like, "Are they strong?" And he just walked off, hoping to run into like the strongest one of the intruders, which was kind of interesting but at the same time he has some comedy comedy to him but at the same time he has some seriousness to him which is right. interesting oh. my chair just popped <laughs> yeah broken chair there yeah but i was just thinking like um there are some points in here that you see i forgot to bring this up i didn't interacting with his crew do you remember that the girl has the girl Hello. Like, you no, know, they're very like like did you see the way eyes interact with his crew? It was very wholesome. Yeah, that's that's what I meant. Like the way he like I think I don't remember the when he interact with the, his own crew. By chapter remember. chapter eighty. Eighty. Uh, well, I remember the interaction with Renji. That's mm -hmm. what made me say like he's kind of like nice. Like he he gives off a a nice and cool like a guy you can just randomly talk to about anything. Right. Feel good about it. <laughs> yeah, that's facts. That's facts. So, out of that meeting, what did you take away from it? Like that the cabins really don't like each other. Yeah, I was about to say there's a sense of rivalry between each other, and there's sense like some, certain captains are like super cruel, super strict, and there's some that really connects with their squad, like their family or, Dude, or not. I I wish uh that they would say like. Does the captain number determine like who's strong? Like that, like, maybe like one is the strongest, and thirteen is like new guys that are like yeah. new guys slash weakest. I don't think whatever we'll they never. I'm telling you later on, they never even say that. So it's like I wish that would be like why is it why is Kampachi in thirteen and then maybe Gens and through like like what is is it or just random? You know, it probably it probably is random or whatever. So. And it's kind of cool to see them talk about uh, how there's an intruder coming in, what that intruder, he was like, they're like, no, the intruder never going to get past this. I was like, yeah. they're talking their joint as they should be because they are some, some powerhouses. That, that is true. And, and I think after that meeting, that's when they all see them fly in, mm -hmm. break through. Yeah. And then I think at this moment, they're all like, Ichigo and them are all in the sky or whatever. And since it kind of messed up at the end or like 
the yeah, show broke. They kind of just yeah. sent them flying in all different directions. Chad went by himself. Arhima and Ichido with, with, with themselves was those two. Then there was uh, Yorichi by herself. And then there was Ichigo and uh, the firework maker's yeah, right, right. brother. Yeah. I forgot his name, <laughs> to be honest. Yeah, 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 I know what you mean. Yeah, because yeah, I kind of felt like he was a gag character at first. And I kind of I kind of feel, felt like he was just there just to assist them to get Com- in. Com- and comic, comic relief. Yeah, but he did have... I think he did have like an actual serious reasoning of going. I think it was because, yeah, the reason was his brother died and he wanted to figure out what kind of Shinigami, what makes a Shinigami a Shinigami. Just like to figure it out because he sees kinda, each girl kind of different. Yeah. Kind of corny, but it's okay. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. So, so basically, uh, that's when, is that when he started flying the bald guy? Yeah, that's when they that's crash the down and they yeah. fall. They kind of sit there arguing. Ichigo and the guy start arguing, and then that's when the bald guy and this guy with the thing is here. The one that kept saying he's cute, he's hilarious. Yeah. I like him. He's like, he's just, <laughs> I'm just like, oh my gosh, this dude's hilarious. Like, I love it, man. I love it. And I think that's around chapter 89 or not, because are they still fighting, right? Where we stopped, like where we stopped, they're still fighting. What What do you mean? Around chapter, we stopped at 91. They still should have been fighting. Not Ichigo and the and the guy are not still fighting. Um, well, we stopped Ichida should be that should be the end of Ichida's fight. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so how'd you feel about Ichigo and the ball guy fighting? So their fight was kind of like now that fight was kind of blows for blow, just filling each other out. Uh, the ball guy was kind of pretty much just talking down on Ichigo the whole time, saying. You'll never be like our captain and stuff like that. Like, yeah, you, even if you beat me. Yeah, it was it was like it was interesting because the fight was nice. Like we learned, I, I like his own pop though. It turned into a spirit. Yeah, we kind of confirmed that Ichigo could be like within these thirteen squad, like the the tire, like he could be because like, I think he was a lieutenant. That dude was a lieutenant or like a yeah something like that. So we learned that like okay, Ichigo could be a lieutenant. Like he's on that level now. Yeah, because he beat the third strongest within the third the squad thirteen. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you could be you could be a lieutenant now. So um, I like the fight. It was cool in the interaction. I think the anime does it a lot better. I think the anime does these fights a lot better. Person, that's why I said I thought we should go anime only for this art. But like, I'm cool with the manga because I never read it. But like, I also thought, uh, how do you about Ishida the start of his fight? The start of his fight was actually not bad. It was generally nice. I like how I kind of like how they showed what he was about because you know. Ichida kind of just, when we first was introduced, uh, we all know I didn't really like him because I thought his reasoning for going against Ichigo was dumb. And then his strength to back that up with the weird challenge or whatever was obviously not that great to even back up the full challenge. Like, I, like if you thought, if someone introduced that challenge, you should think they should be able to handle almost all the hollows that's coming at them. You can even handle like a base level hollow. Like, yeah. Like, hollow the weakest name. And he couldn't even do that after a while. So he's <laughs> yeah. Did, did, did this um, fight make you look at Isha different? Because I know this said- definitely makes me look at Isha differently. First, I don't know how training with a bow makes you faster in general, but <laughs> <It is. laughs> like that. My, my, man's got, my man's got the flash step. Exactly. Like 
or he may was about to get cut in half or whatever. And he, she was already like, he should have already moved and saved her at the same time before the slash completely went through. I thought or he may was about to die, honestly. First time I, I, I did, I did die. too. I like, yo, she about to, yeah, dead weight at this point. She, she, she actually was, and she, she even acknowledged that fact. She even said that she, she sees I'm gonna, that. I'm gonna, need, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna need her to get inside her ear and her, uh, uh, Tinkerbell and get get those little berries to come out because you know you know kind of kind of just here at this point. Thanks, because when she did send out one of like try to attack him, the her little fairy thing literally just got sliced in half, and he was like, "What was with that weak attack?" <laughs> and she, and she was like, "That's when she made the comment." I feel like everyone's gotten stronger, and I just did nothing in ten days. What if she would do? What if she would do like a reverse soccer? Like what if she would do with soccer? Like I feel like I can keep up with these guys. <laughs> oh my god! I, would, I was I gonna would, say I would have threw my phone, man. Yeah, I would have did the same thing because, but I get I give her the respect that you can acknowledge the fact that she knows she knows she needs to get better, and that's yeah. that's all I need. I need self realization. You know you're yeah. not strong. That is okay, but you're not in that and you're willing to work. But if you're just somebody who had the strength, like somebody like Sakura, right? She had, she honestly did have strength, especially, yeah, definitely. especially for females in Naruto that aren't written like, good, to be honest. She was probably the strongest female in the show. Mm-hmm. Her Tsunade, I guess, could be those, that's the argument, I guess. Yeah. And she never used it. She was, her personality made her, her into a 10 10 when she could have been, like, again, the strongest female in the show. And she already was by being like just in Team Seven, and she just her just her attitude. And it's like, I know people don't like Orkimi because they say she's too whiny and stuff like that. But we're, we're reading the manga, so we don't even really get to hear that, I guess, and that we can't have that same complaint. But I do like Orkimi. I know uh, uh, Rashawn and Rashid. I mean, Rashid. Yeah, I was about to say I like Orkimi. Orkimi is like, you could say she's like the weakest link of the team, but at the same time. She knows that and she accepts that fact and she actually wants to do something about it. Like I can respect Orihime like very much. Like I can't hate on her. Like right. she has my respect. <laughs> right, right, right. And um I have, I have nothing else to say about this. Right? We can uh, rate it and then we talk about our favorite manga panels that we, if you want to read yeah. it. I would probably call it like entry. Uh we can just say the start of the soul society. How'd you feel about this? This uh, little these 20 chapters we read. Would you rate it out of 10? I felt it was great. There was like, there were some cases in certain characters where I wanted A to see more of, or I've, I could already, I kind of like reading them out. I think uh, actually, I, I kind of want to make this comment first. I think earlier when, against the gatekeeper, I was saying if Ichigo fought against, if that gatekeeper fought against Ichigo with his life on the line, I do not think Ichigo won that fight. And the reason is because when he beat the ball guy, he was not. He doesn't have the resolve to kill, which is understandable. And I can understand if you want to solve a fight without killing the person. But and I feel like that's not always going to be the case. And I feel like he needs to get that resolve then and there because because even the bald guy said himself, if he, like because Ichigo sat there and healed him and then waited until he wake woke up. I would have left if I'm not gonna kill him. I would have yeah. left. I, I, I was I was about to say and I. At the same time, I feel like that's very naive. That's that's like the dumbest you're thing. In, you're in you're in their territory too. Yeah, you're yeah, yeah. Literally, that's what I'm just saying. Like, I feel like he needs the resolve to kill if it ever comes. So to do that. you think he needs to kind of like mature up in a way? This is like his fight, like maturity of knowing how to experience in fights. Yes, he definitely needs to mature. The one, 
he needs to get rid of that head head on flaw. He needs to get rid of that, and then I feel like he just needs to build up the resolve if it ever comes down to it, if he's willing to kill that person. Like I feel like that's completely necessary. Or could you say that's like an argument for like every shonen like MC? Because like every shonen MC hasn't killed no. I think most shonen MC hasn't killed anybody. Naruto never. Yeah, that is a that's that is an argument I can make with a lot of a lot of those characters. Let's get the old school ones. These these this is like two thousands. Sorry, these you know. Oh yeah, I can definitely make those arguments because like it's kind of like a weakness, but at the same time they. Excuse me. They it's still kind of like a weakness, but at the same time, because like if the enemy knows that you're not going to kill them, then they already know. Like the next time they come fight you, they can come up with anything. Like it's kind of like taking care of an issue before the issue becomes bigger. Okay. But I think, but I can understand their like will not to kill people because they a either see it as wrong or it's not necessary to kill. Maybe that's just my mindset. Like I feel like at some point there is going to be. I, I, I agree. Some point yeah. meant to kill somebody. Yeah, I, I was about to say at some point I feel like there's going to be a, such a villain that no matter what you do to keep them down on the ground, even if their bones or legs are broken, they still get up and try to fight you or whatever. Like I feel like those kind of like in situations like that, then you have no choice but to because they're just going to sit there and do whatever they want, do whatever they can, all because they know you're not going to kill them. Right. So, what are you what are you getting out of ten? And, uh, after you give the rating, you know, give your thoughts on why you get that rating. So, I'm gonna say seven. Okay. I'm gonna say seven mainly mainly because it's kind of like nothing real big has happened. Not only that, it's just like as I was saying about certain certain character flaws situations like this and that i kind of just thought it was just then either a didn't make sense or b it just i didn't think that would be logically correct so you think it's a, so are you, you giving you like a vibe of like sometimes they just they'll throw their logic the logical thing if you got a sense for like to boost up the main character type of thing yeah because like the the gate gatekeeper issue like i get that you can respect the enemy and still not open the gate for them right like, like you can just so like that there is like I, I didn't think that was like very a logical choice whatsoever. I felt I definitely felt like that was just plot, the reasoning why he opened it or decided to open it because I think he even made the comment if this he, I think he even made a comment is it it's a good thing I you met me instead of all the other gatekeepers. Yeah, I think, yeah, I, I was about to say that that says something. <laughs> So uh, and so you get so you gave it a seven because it had some things you don't like and uh, like because nothing really big big has happened yet. Yeah, nothing big has happened. It, everything is still good. I still I still like this these few parts that happened through it, but nothing big has happened. I feel and right now we're kind of just getting a feel for everyone after their ten days of tra- training. That's that's literally where we're at right now. Okay, okay, okay. And um, for me, I would probably go. I gotta go non by it because I know what's gonna happen. So I gotta go just just off this part. I'm gonna go seven five, seven point five. I think I think it's better than seven. I think there's some cool points like the introduction of the captains. I thought it was really dope. I thought uh, funny moments. I thought 
you know, it was kind of, yeah, you had an emotional scene with Renji, Rukia, because, you know, he didn't want to kill her, but he has to follow, he wants to follow the rules because, you know, <laughs> he, knows that, he knows that his captain will kill him. And he, I mean, we can mm-hmm. offer his sister, he'll offer you, girl. I mean, you're yeah. you know. So I thought 7.5 is good, good leading on. Uh, we get introduction to, again, favorite character. We see some captains just walking around. Like, you see kind of like a daily life in the society, which I do like sometimes when I show it, like, show, like, kind of what's going on with inside the. Yeah walls i guess yeah and before everything goes down yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I so, uh, well uh, talk about your fair manga panels oh. what we start doing now is for the future email you can email them to me and i'm gonna share my screen i'll go to my email and then we'll show them and uh like so people can uh, other people can see but i since we didn't do that yet it's the first time yeah. uh, we can okay. talk about them yeah we can do that and i'm just gonna say my favorite panels is he is a chad <laughs> Is Chad your favorite character? I was about to say, at this point, Chad is becoming my favorite character because literally I'll, I'll, I'll be like, yo, where's Chad in this situation? <laughs> I, I don't know what it is, but... Yeah, I was about to say, I don't know what it is, but I genuinely like Chad. And he does have some cool panels, though. He really does. And then um, another panel I didn't really send it to you is during the Ichigo and the body fight though those were amazing especially when Ichigo broke a piece off of his uh Zombok too that that scene was amazing okay 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 and for me mine is from chapter 75 after uh Ichigo and Gen are done fighting and he just waves him by like obviously we can show oh yeah it's <laughs> like bye like no, I I almost I almost clapped you and didn't break a sweat, you know. Go try. Right. So that's my favorite. Um, no, my other my other one is also when, uh, Renji is talking is tell like I said like you said telling um, yeah. Aruki about how Ichigo might be here and Aruki's facial expression like maybe I oh. could get saved. Maybe there's a hope. So those two are my favorite panels. Um, I really enjoy reading this. It's good. It's, good. it's a good read. I was gonna say, I, I'll be reading these. Sometimes I feel too short, I get upset. <laughs> and you can go fast. I just try to make sure that, that like that's enough because sometimes I don't be reading till like the day before. Yeah, that that's the same thing I did, and then I was like, I'm supposed to start at 92, and then I didn't stop until like 94. <laughs> All right, T. Well, you gotta uh, plug your stuff before we get out of here, Sheep. All right. Well, uh. Follow me at RNC Dark. I'm actually going to be streaming this Saturday at 7. I'm still figuring out what exactly I'm streaming. Mm-hmm. Probably going to be Apex again. Yeah, you stream every Saturday, right? Yeah, every, every Saturday. If I don't, I try to, or I may stream a little bit later because right. I may be asleep during that time of the day where right. I just forget. Yeah. <laughs> it can also fall my eyes.dotlens, the photography page. Oh, yeah. My eyes out of the dot lens. I'm going to actually, I will be back to that at this moment. There's nothing okay, new. Everyone at Cali, so you should, you should have a lot of pictures. Yeah, I was about to say, especially when we go on a trip, I'm definitely. Hey, we, we might have to log that for the, for the pod. We might have to do something. Oh, yeah, we actually could. Yeah. Or, do, or do like some like, go, like some people interviews. They'd be like, what do you think about anime? Okay, anyway, this is off topic. <laughs> you guys can feel follow us at Amos Corrigan on all podcasts and platforms, Spotify iHeartRadio, um, Apple Podcasts, all that, all podcasting platforms, baby. You can find us on TikTok, Anime Square Show, Twitter, Anime Square and 
YouTube, of course, we're almost at a thousand subscribers. We're currently like at 915 to make this video. Let's do it. Let's do it. I, I appreciate everybody who came over from the Shonen Showdown channel because I know I got a lot of subscribers from him coming over. I appreciate that. And I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. If you're re-watching Bleach or re uh, reading Bleach because of us, comment that. Or if this is your first time because of us, comment that. Let us know. If you ever want to come on the show, DM us. Comment. Get that interaction going on. But I hope you guys have a great day and stay safe. Peace. Peace.